The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Before that, we're going to uh, look at Boxed with, of course, Screen Time presenter John Fardy. And what we're looking at this week is the often cloak and dagger, always stressful life of a newly elected US ambassador in The Diplomat. Morning, John. Hello. Was this not a perfect segue to ask me about imposter syndrome? Because I would have thought I would be chief among the people who should have it, surely. <laughs> I thought that was your end. I, I, I toyed with it, but I didn't want to cross that boundary of personal <laughs> introspection that you might be defensive about. Do you believe you merit your current success, John? It's hard to know. But, you know, the great Gay Bourne, the late great Gay Bourne used to say that, no, and you've kind of said it there, no one knows what's going on. And when we accept that, life gets a lot easier. So I think that might be a way to overcome imposter syndrome for what it's worth, you know. Well, I'll, I'll vouch for you, John. I think you deserve everything that you get. Come here. Kate Weiler, this, the diplomat is one that has completely and totally passed me by. So pitch me. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Well, it's great. It's on Netflix for your streaming pleasure. Kerry Russell, great American actress, plays Kate Weiler, who's a kind of experienced civil servant in the field. Uh, She's been all over the world trying to broker peace deals and stuff like that. And she, for reasons that aren't clear, she gets bounced into becoming the new ambassador to the UK. And this is in the wake of the British aircraft being attacked in the Middle East, causing lots of fatalities. So there's tension between the UK, the US and Iran, possibly other countries as well. So she's brought over to the UK as an ambassador. And and this isn't a spoiler because it becomes very obvious very quickly. The reason why they're doing that is because they think she would possibly make a good vice president of the United States. And she's in the dark about that. And this is kind of, it's its like a show I think people might have been missing. It might fill a West Wing shaped hole in your life because it's very dramatic, but so much of the drama is in the dialogue with these underlings in back rooms of prime ministers and presidents shouting at each other and murky deals being made and people not being aware of seven moves that happened three days ago. So it's kind of West Wing-esque to a certain extent. I absolutely love it. And I was surprised by how much I liked it because I when I read about it, I thought it was kind of a bit hackneyed and a bit too obvious. But the acting, the writing is absolutely superb. And it's kind of edge of the seat episode ending, which I love as well, that you're like, let's just do one more when it ends. So that's a pretty strong case I've made for it thus far. No imposter syndrome here. Now, the issue with the comparison with the West Wing is that type of drama can tend to tip over into overblown soap opera unless it's beautifully written and well informed. Does this one fit in that category? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I, I think it. I think it fits into the category of it stays just the right side of that line. It's incredibly well written. It's incredibly well acted. There is a certain element of soap opera to all these things. The West Wing was a soap opera as well, but it steers just the right side of it. Another, and you mentioned soap opera, but what I haven't mentioned is. Rufus Swale plays her husband and he's brilliant in it. And they have this really weird relationship. He's a career diplomat and a former ambassador as well. Very charismatic. And he thrived previously at the attention he got. But he was a bit arrogant and he's fallen foul of some people in higher echelons. So he's now doing this role 
as the ambassador's wife, but there was a lot more to him. And he's quite a chameleon and possibly Machiavellian. And they have a really strange relationship. When it begins, they're getting divorced, it would seem. But yet they're kind of sharing a bed. He checks if under her armpits before she goes to functions to see if she's smelling okay. So they've a really strange, unusually observed relationship, which when you mentioned soap opera, that comes into my head. That's a brilliant part of the story as well. The two lead actors, um, Kerry Russell and Rufus Sewell, where will we have seen them before or have well, we? Yes, Kerry Russell we have seen in The Americans. And this is kind of her moment She's not, I don't want to say she's been a bit player, but this is the, I think, the role she's been waiting for all her life. And there's talk of Emmys and all sorts of things like that. Rufus Whale, of course, is the British actor, uh, Welsh technically, and we've seen him in all sorts of things. He's done stage, Amazing Grace, The Holiday, uh, The Father, Old. He's a very, he looks a bit like Adam Ant, very charismatic guy, and he's brilliantly cast in this because you like him, but you kind of hate him as well. Perhaps I should give you a clip to give you a sense of what I'm talking about. It's Iran's backyard. If we want to know who did this, they'll have better intelligence than anyone else. Shaheen's own regime will go after him. He will be killed. If we go to war with Iran, a lot of people will be killed. Shaheen wants to modernize his country. He's one of the only people in the regime who gets along with the reformists and the military and the mullahs because his father rode bikes with the supreme leader when they were 10. And inexplicably, he doesn't believe we're the great Satan. I understand he's valuable. You don't. An Iran deal can be revoked, clearly. What we are really doing when we negotiate with them or with anyone is looking for one or two friends we can call when the world is truly f***ed. It is a flimsy web of relationships, but sometimes it holds. Do not tear it. Do not be an infinitely ravenous American. Use what he already gave you. So that's a clip there from The Diplomat. And John, you'll be glad to know that the broad consensus is that you're correct. A lot of text along the lines of Anton, watch The Diplomat. It's amazing. However, one that I feel honour bound to bring to you that says The Diplomat is much lighter than John is suggesting. Too light. It is a joke to compare it to The West Wing. Uh, oh, uh, my imposter syndrome is coming to the surface again. No, they're wrong, whoever they are. No, I, I mean, maybe, you know, the West Wing ran for a long time. We're only looking at one season of this so far. I think there will be a lot more. So I, I stand by the comparison, the, the meaty dialogue. You, you heard some of the great writing there. Don't be another ravenous American. I mean, I mean that's pretty top notch, to be honest. The other thing is, and just to segue into my final clip, there's a good story going on here about how she's really uncomfortable comfortable being an ambassador and that whole thing that maybe the best people for a job are the people who don't actually want it and they're trying to dress her up in these clothes that she doesn't really want to wear and she's really not comfortable and there's a bit of humor and clever writing about that take a listen to this one when is the ceremony we're not sure exactly but if we can run the rehearsal we'd like to so you can photograph it inviting a couple of reporters one She's good. She'll do a feature. Push it. They need a picture of you for the website. On a horse? It'll be great. They'll do before and after photos. First time ambassador. You need to lean into the Cinderella thing. I am not Cinderella. I'm here for 30 funerals. The only T-length garment I packed is a burqa. I have a black suit and I have another black suit. And I'm not getting dressed by someone named Pippa so a women's magazine can ask who I'm wearing and what advice I have for little girls. 
John, the, um, you mentioned that there was one season of this. Does the season finish in a way that makes it clear another one is on the way? Very much so. And it's a great ending. An ending, no spoilers, but an ending I really didn't see coming, which it's just, I can't, I can't say anymore. It's a brilliant ending. And I, I have a feeling it's going to run for a long time. It's certainly set up that way because some of the other characters we didn't even get into, like her chief of staff and something that are so well written and rounded and have their own stories going on. So I think it's going to run for a long time. And hallelujah, say I. And I assume that given the nature of the topic, there is ample grist to that mill because you can continue with almost any form of geopolitics. And then, as you say, she heads for being VP. Yeah, exactly. And as we know from Sean O'Casey, the world's in a constant state of casus or chassis. So this can run and run. It really can. And I think it will. And especially if she is to ascend to VP and maybe more. Who knows? What is the moon, John? What is the stars? <laughs> now, you're mixing your play. That's Juno and the Paycock. I was quoting Plow and the Stars, but you know. Always a pleasure, John. Thank you very much. That is John Fardy. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.